We're holding a Perik Beis Mishnah Yud Gimel actually has really nothing to do with Arla. The reason that it makes its way in here is because in yesterday's Mishnayis we were talking about, let's say you have one yeast that uh, comes into the dough first and the second one second, so which one takes precedence? And here we have a similar issue with regards to oil. Uh, generally speaking, when uh, they, people would have leather kalim, the way that they would soften up the leather would be by using oil, um, which poses an interesting situation. When, uh, let's say you have some of the oil, which is tameh, the oil, which is tameh, goes into the leather, and then afterwards you tovel the leather, thereby getting rid of the tumah. The problem is, is that when you work with the leather, so then the leather sweats out the oil that was inside. So here you have a machlekes in the Mishnah. Let's say that you uh, put oil in first, and you put oil in again. Which oil is actually going to come out? Is it going to be only the last oil? Or perhaps even the first oil that comes in comes out also. Nafkamina would be. If the first oil is Tomei and the second one is not, or vice versa. So uh, the halacha is we say that only the second oil is going to come back out, thereby re- being rimetame the kalim. And the first oil that goes in that's uh, too deeply into the leather to actually come back out again. So let's see that's that inside. Kalim shesachan b'shemen tame. You have leather kalim that you uh, smear with tame shemen. V'chazar v'sachan b'shemen tahar. And then afterwards you smear them with shemen tahar. And in the interim, you uh, put it in the mikveh, you're metayr the kli. So now, is the oil going to come back out again and be metame the kli? You go after the first one. The yachin explains this as being even after the rishon, right? But certainly the last one also. The Chachamim say, only the last oil is going to come back out. The Psaq is, only the last one is going to be Matame the Kli. All right. Mishnah Yudalad, we get back into an old Machlekes between Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon. They argued as to whether Shemos are Mitztaref, or different spices are Mitztaref lesser, or different Shemos of Isa are Mitztaref lesser. So we have one of Truma, the other Klayim, one of Arla, the other Klayim, are they Mitztarif Lesser? So here we have a situation where you have a Seor, which is half Truma and half Klayim, two different Shemus. The only difference, the difference is though, is that both of them will be ushered to a Zar, but Truma is mutter to a Kohen. So according to the Mandiyamu, who says Mitztarif, so Kohanim will be able to eat this Isa, and, uh, Zar will not be able to. According to Rav Shimon, who says they're not mitztarif, so everybody will be able to eat it because uh, <coughs> there's no one iser that the, that what's it called that on its own um, made the made the dough rise. So let's see Mishnah Yudal. It's Arshel Truma. So if you have eleven of Truma or yeast of Truma, Mishal Kloya Karim. And it was also parkloya karam. Neither one of them would have done the job on its own. Shenapul techa isa falls into the dough. And neither one has the amount that would be necessary, the strength necessary to make the dough rise. In its starfu, they combine their efforts, the chimtsu, and now the dough becomes chametz. So asr lazarim, it's asr lazarim, umutzer Why? Because only half is kalayim. 
but uh, both Truma and Kalayim are also Lazarim, so Lazarim can't eat it anymore. But Rabbi Shimon Matir, Lazarim Lukaihanim, Rabbi Shimon says it's mutter to both. Why? Because the two Shemos are not Mitzdarev. So it turns out that there was a half a yeast of Truma and half a yeast of Kalayim. Both of those are not going to answer to anybody, according to Rabbi Shimon. Everybody, have a good night.